You are listening to the Non-Traditional Physician Assistant Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Non-Traditional Physician Assistant Podcast, Episode 1. My name is Kirsten Kamaha. I will be your host. And uh, I I hope to grow with you guys and I hope to learn a lot uh, from making this podcast and providing this, hopefully, as a resource for you guys. Uh, just a little bit about me real quick first. I am a medical assistant in a primary care clinic, although I am currently actually on maternity leave. I have uh, a baby coming in about the next month, so that's really exciting for me. But in the meantime, I'm trying to be very productive, and I don't know if it has to do with the fact that I'm going to be welcoming a child soon, but I just really have been inspired and motivated to, to get this off the ground. I've really enjoyed listening to uh, other PA podcasts. There's a few out there. Um, most recently, you know, I, I started out with the Pre-PA Club with Savannah Perry. Uh, I've listened to another podcast, um, Becoming a Physician Assistant podcast, I believe, with Ariel Campa. And that one especially recently has really motivated me to want to share more about my journey, even though it's very, very early on for me yet. I applied to PA schools last cycle, which was about a year ago in June of 2021. And I did end up getting accepted to several programs. I just wanted to really get this podcast going as an extra resource for applicants who consider themselves and PA students who consider themselves to be highly non-traditional. Really, I know that it's kind of a a silly thing to say non-traditional nowadays. I feel like very few PA applicants are completely traditional, whether it's people are going into the profession and going into PA school a little bit older age or whether people are taking time off to do other careers and get experience in other areas. I think that there's just a lot of non-traditionalness to a lot of applicants nowadays, but I, I really wanted to highlight the diversity of backgrounds and interests and skills that that applicants are bringing now to the table and uh, hopefully to be a resource for those, especially for those other very non-traditional applicants like myself. I'll get into my journey a little bit more so you guys will hear, but um, essentially I, I really want to start being a resource for those other people and drawing more attention to that as well. I also, as a teacher and working in education in the past, I don't view myself as 
a teacher teacher like a classroom teacher I don't think that's ultimately what I was meant to do but I do very much enjoy the guidance aspect of being a teacher counseling other people advising other people and trying to give them the tools and knowledge that they need to to do well and succeed in whatever it is they're wanting to do so I do view that as a part of my calling and a big part of my personality as well, something I wanted to do, and so this is another great outlet for that. And lastly, I used to journal all the time, and I don't really do a whole lot of that anymore, but this is, I view podcasts as a great way to kind of get thoughts out, provide information for other people, like I said, but also for myself, I'm very much a verbal processor, and so I really feel like this can be kind of therapeutic for me as well to just go through these things that um, brought me to this point. I also hope as I'm in PA school that I can use this to kind of get my thoughts out and to refresh and regenerate and, and things like that. So anyway, that's a little bit about my goals for this podcast. And now I want to start being able to share a little bit about my story, how I came to the PA profession. It's very lengthy. I can never go into this much depth in an interview setting or in my personal statement, so I this is going to be not very brief at all, but I graduated from my undergrad with a Bachelor of Music Performance degree in vocal performance, so uh, if you can imagine how I got from that to being a, a physician assistant student, or will be shortly in the, the coming months. Um, yeah, it's been, definitely been a roundabout route for me. So I was a vocal performance major. I struggled with my voice, especially like my junior, senior year of college. I think the learning about music and studying music history and the the discipline I learned were all were all great things and not deterrents, but I really had a lot of issues with my voice and just fatigue. So at the end of my undergrad career, I didn't really see myself wanting to go on to grad school or wanting to pursue music further. I also was not really interested in teaching music. It just wasn't something I was super excited about. But um, I did get an opportunity to teach English abroad in South Korea. So I moved over to South Korea in August after the August after I graduated. And I didn't know it at the time. I thought I was going to South Korea for a year or two just to kind of try things out, help pay off student loans, you know, things like that, get some life experience. I'd always wanted to live abroad. So I was really excited about having that opportunity and getting paid while doing it. But all said and done, I ended up being there for five years or a little over five years. And I loved teaching. Um, I worked with uh, Korean students, primarily elementary students, but I also got to teach at a high school girls uh, private school. And so that was a a fun experience to kind of broaden that out as well. Um, And I was completely in charge of making my own curriculum there. So I just enjoyed being able to make my own lessons. And I do have that a little bit of a creative aspect. So I enjoyed that pretty thoroughly. However, I didn't really see that being a long-term possibility, Uh, especially I met my husband over there and we both were thinking like there wasn't much 
upward mobility for for our careers and we weren't sure that would be the best thing for our family either to be over there and so we came back to the U.S. I started working in childcare because I, I felt like that was connected to what I'd done abroad teaching English um, and then I also I had been looking into speech language pathology so I thought getting into childcare would be good because a lot of speech language pathologists work with younger children with speech issues and ultimately when I was in that I started to gravitate more toward the hospital setting so I would I was more interested in working with adults in the end but I also from shadowing observing a little bit I began to feel like it wasn't quite matching up with what I was envisioning for myself. I, I felt like it was not quite as wide in scope as I would like. And I had taken my first anatomy and physiology course as part of my journey, my foray into speech language pathology, and I really loved that. That was my first like anatomy and physiology kind of science class exposure. Having gone to be a music major and at a liberal arts college, I was not in the science department at all. Anyway, I just, I found the body to be so interesting as well. And I wanted to learn more um, about the whole body. And around that time, I also had started having some of my own health issues. I'd had to navigate, I had to change some things about my lifestyle. And it was a little bit, you know, frustrating for me at the time. In the end, I met a PA while all this was kind of going on and while I was thinking in the back of my mind more about possibly going into the medical field. And she taught me more about the profession and I, I just saw like how patient education is a huge aspect, especially in, you know, primary care or in settings where public health is a big thing. Um, and so I really was drawn to that aspect. I think, like I said earlier, with my background teaching and stuff, I love being able to work with people, communicate with people and guide them to where they want to be um, and advise them. So there's also like that kind of counseling aspect. And then of course, just my love for learning too in general. I, I see being a physician assistant as a career where you're never gonna stop learning and you're never gonna stop growing. Our medical knowledge is always changing and growing and evolving, but also the aspect of just the fact that physician assistants also, we have the ability to go into other fields or other areas of medicine, other specialties. And so I think the variety of opportunities is just really appealing to just someone who's always wanting to learn, always wanting to start new projects, always wanting to try new things. Um, so for me, those are, those are kind of all the things that led up to this point where I decided to apply to PA school. I've been successful in terms of getting to a few schools in Michigan. I have a family and like I said, I'm about to have, I'm about to welcome my second child. So moving was not really something that I was considering. I looked at a lot of schools based on location. And so I'm planning on staying in this area for the foreseeable future, which is uh, exciting, something I'm excited about. So that was, yes, I told, I said that that was gonna be a little bit of a lengthy thing, uh, getting to my, getting through my very roundabout journey to this point. You probably 
totally understand that feeling of being in a constant state of flux or transition for much, much of the, the past few years, but it's, it's all been good. I think that's how you learn and grow as a person. I just want to close this first episode by just talking about my future plans for this podcast, what I'm hoping to do or, or see. At some point, if I get enough people listening, enough people interested, I would love to take questions. I'm not an expert by any means at this point, but I think that, like I said, I love to hear about other situations and uh, whether you're more traditional or quite untraditional, non-traditional like myself, or somewhere in between. Like I said, there's not really a, a, a really traditional applicant, I don't think, anymore at this point. Um, I just want to be a resource for you guys. I would love to take questions at some point, maybe be able to answer some questions in my podcast via email or whatnot. I'm happy to do that as well. I don't have a great social media presence right now. I'm not very good at uh, maintaining social media. So I feel like a lot of the people who do have podcasts and have done really well do have pretty sizable social media presence and so that might be something I need to work on and grow in. I also, like a lot of other podcasts, would be interested in doing interviews with other PA students, whether it's students from my program and also, you know, students from around the country who might have come to the profession in a roundabout way like myself, but I always, of course, found it most encouraging when someone was was going through something similar to me. So. Um, I hope that this can be an encouraging podcast for for some of you and help you get some direction on what to do and how to approach the whole process of becoming a PA. Like I said, I'm very much at the beginning, so by no means an expert, but I want to help in any way I can. But I'd like to be able to keep this podcast going so I can kind of update you guys on what's going on with um, once I get into didactic year. I'd like to also you know, be able to talk about experience in the clinical year as well. It's a relief for me to have a place to kind of share about this stuff, I think, but I also want to make it a good resource for all of you. So if you have any questions, want to email me or anything like that, I think I'll just um, provide my email for the episode, but basically it's my last name, Kamaha, K-A-M as in monkey, A. H-A dot Kirsten, K-I-R-S as in Santa, T-E-N as in nap at gmail.com. All right. I look forward to recording another podcast. Good luck on your journeys and I hope that everything's going well with you. See you next time.